I'm Sarah. I'm Francis. I'm Zoe. And you're listening to Reset. Okay, fantastic. Welcome back to the Reset Podcast. We're here. <laughs> Today, we got some inspiration yes. from another podcaster. And if you guys follow our Instagram, which you should, we posted many polls, like, you know, this or that polls. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty broad, these questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They and range, they're all over the place. They range from some serious, like, more theoretical, like, life questions to, like, some superficial mm-hmm. ones. Um, but we're just going to answer them, or not answer them. We're going to review them based on what you guys answered and what we answered and touch on mm-hmm. some of them. And one thing I would say is there, it's not like this is a quiz and we're about to tell you the right answers. Like these are all subjective. And honestly, I think either side and most of these can be argued. I think Um, all of them, seriously. So many people participated too, which was really surprising to me. Like way more than we've ever had. I feel like these ones are really intriguing and they make you think about yourself. Mm -hmm. Because usually like people will go through the first few and then not get, make it to the end but everyone who started went through the Finished. end which is cool so thanks reset appreciate that um, um we'll start with life updates before we jump in to the goods okay well i'll begin um i've had somewhat of a busy week and i have a busy week to come because i'm in eight week classes and they all end at like the end of next week. So like I have papers due and like some tests. And I also currently have a visitor and that's taking up a good amount of my time. So I'm trying to properly organize my time and manage it so that I can get all of my things done and do them to the best of my ability. <laughs> Where is your visitor? He is downstairs doing homework. <laughs> oh, good. He's being productive. Oh, he or she. Whatever. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, okay, update. Basically, for a long time now, I've been looking for a film camera. And I have one now, and I feel like it's an interesting narrative, so I'm going to tell the story of this camera. But basically, I had been looking into them for a couple months now. I had watched YouTube videos and got recommendations from people, and a The general consensus was to get the Canon AE-1, which is good because I already shoot Canons. I was like familiar with it, whatever. So I had been looking on several different sites and I was going to order one. And then just before like ordering it, my mom was like, I have a film camera. And I was like, oh, do you now? Like, why am I just learning this? Um, And she was like, I think it's a Nikon, whatever. And I'm like, I don't really care um what it is you know I just want to learn how to shoot film and if my first name's Nikon like that's fine I don't, I don't care so she's like I think it's out in the garage somewhere like go look and so I go out there and I'm like opening the drawer next to the case and I was like that is definitely a Canon camera so I was like okay and then I open it and it was the Canon AE1 the exact um, model I was about to order and it's in like great condition and it, she got that camera when she was a freshman in college which is just so crazy. So sweet. I know. <laughs> That's cool. And um, there was actually, we opened it and there was a roll of undeveloped film in there. So she has to take that to like CVS and fix, so she can see what's on it because she doesn't remember the last time she used this camera. Mm-hmm. So I really love that. Oh my gosh. <gasps> That's so cool. If they're safe to share, you should definitely send them our way. Because that's cool. My, my mom was like, I hope they're not nude. <laughs> I was like, oh. I literally like, want something like that for my kids. That is the sweetest thing ever. I know. And she kept it in great condition. Like, I ordered film. And I'm trying to get a battery, a battery right now. But I went to, like, the hardware store and couldn't find it this morning. But I'm supposed to shoot with Lauren today. So we're going to try to use it. But it's probably going to all turn out, like, overexposed. So wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like, so excited to see these. <laughs> um it's been a really busy week I actually think 
I may have secured a job. We're crossing our fingers. I am in the application process. Um, I don't want to disclose too much because if it doesn't work out, then I'm just going to be bummed. (laughs) (laughs) But that'll be a fun thing to add to my plate. And (laughs) your busy plate already. (laughs) My busy plate. I do, but little constant income sounds really nice right now because I don't think about every purchase I make with like a great amount of intent, but every time I see the numbers go down, I'm like, shoot, mm-hmm. I wish there was stuff coming in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, but other than that, it's actually been a really good week. Lots yeah. of productivity and a lot of journaling and prioritizing going to sleep early which I think has made me a happier person during the day. That is very good. Yeah. I recommend going to bed early. (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) I really try. It is difficult. Depends on my day. Like, if I've had a productive, busy day, and I've, like, especially if I've, like, worked, I go to bed early because I just, I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. But... But you get off at work kind of late too, though, don't you? It depends, yeah. So if I'm ever closing, I mm-hmm. don't typically leave until like 9.30. And then okay. I need to like get home, I need to like eat something and shower. But still, like, it's not like, you know, between 10 and It's not super late, late. But like, yeah. it's late to like just get home, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it depends. I like to do, I do really like like going to bed early and waking up early. It just makes me feel like better. Even mm-hmm. though, if you think about it, like, obviously, it's the same as, like, going to bed late and waking up late. I just feel better about, like, mm-hmm. yeah, time in which you're getting stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. I know I slept in a little bit this morning, and I felt a little guilty. And I was like, it's one day it's a week. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we transition into our favorite for today? Um, we apologize that we missed over this uh, last week. But um, we're back, and so today's favorite is a favorite piece of clothing that we've been wearing lately. Just a staple. I've done this, but it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is a sure answer. Very basic, but very important. It's funny, friend, because your answer is like the same type of clothing as last time, and I think mine is too. Really? So that's cool. I... Oh, because you said your mom's jeans last time. Yeah, I did. And I, was I gave it away during the episode, and I'm currently wearing the jeans I'm talking about. <laughs> They're from Urban Outfitters. Um, they were half off, so which is rare for Urban. But yeah, um, I'll show. Well, I'll show you guys later. But they're a lighter wash. They're a little cropped. They're just like they're high waisted, and they fit me perfectly. Like mm. that's the crutch here, and why they're my favorite pair of jeans because they make everything look like they should, and mm. it makes me feel good. It's like my that's the best jeans. feeling. It's like my seriously, and I'm so glad I have them because I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, what did I do before I had these? <laughs> <laughs> what did I wear? I don't remember. That's but, the yeah, best. That store is overpriced, but yeah, we already dissed uh, on them. Before. But it got you your favorite jeans, so. Facts. They were going to end up being like 40 bucks, so I'm okay with that. Oh, that's like that's, very reasonable. Especially yeah. with how much you wear a piece of clothing. Like, you really have to think about the price of it, too. No, really. Like, think that's worth it. How many wears you get out of them and, like, how much you're paying per wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So? Okay, well, last time, I'm pretty sure I said my yellow jacket. Um way back when but now I would say a denim jacket that I've been wearing quite frequently and this jacket is from Target (laughs) and it was from the men's section and it was a size medium so it's big but I love it and it's like not um you know some denim jackets are kind of like boxy like they're not very like um fitted worked in and like you know when they're just like really worn yeah I do. so it kind of fits like that and I I just love it and it was very affordable, um, great find, and yeah, the, the denim jacket I had previously was like, like it fit a little too well, you know, I wanted kind of the oversized look, yes. and uh, I got it, I know, so I've check been, out Target. Uh, Sarah, do you want to go now, or what were you saying? 
Oh, just that I've been wanting one as well. But they're so yeah. hard to find one that's like yeah, perfect. exactly. And I really like this one, and I didn't like the ones in the uh, women's section. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, mm, I'll just peek, and I even like didn't want to get the small because I'm like, I want it to be big and, and you want to layer it too. That's such a cool yeah. look. And I hate like with denim jackets when it's tight in the arms, like you you go like this to your arm, you know, and you can feel it like. Kind of like straight flexing. Yeah. I thought for a sec though you were gonna say um the the fuzzy one that you have. Oh (laughs) she got so excited. I love that one too. My target and I was like, wait. (laughs) Do I buy it? (laughs) It, It's the okay, on another note, yeah, I did get this fuzzy jacket and it reminds me of (laughs) Appa from Avatar. It's so fluffy and also I got it in a size extra large because it's all that I had, but I liked it that much. No, I saw it and I wanted it. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Um, it so good. Anyway. Yeah. Here. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would say as the seasons are changing and it's getting actually really cold, um, I have this really chunky, bra- like kind of dark brown cardigan sweater. Well, okay. Well, originally it was a sweater and it had buttons from, you know, where how buttons work. V-line, V-neck, V-neck, V-line. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and anyways, I was like ranting about how I want a really cute cardigan that's oversized like that. And Audrey was like, unbutton your sweater. It's a cardigan. <laughs> so I ended up thrifting it at home and it was like $4, but I literally wear it every single day because you just throw it on any outfit and it instantly cute. I love oh. that. That's also Incredible. a wonderful color on you. Like, yeah. Thank you. It just makes your, like, hair also, golden. Yeah, I feel like brown and, like, nude colors are really in right now. They <clears> are. Recipe. Yeah, the Pinterest board mm-hmm. about them. Also, I'm just going to quickly interject and say, um, I told Fran this already, but it did rain this weekend, but it lasted maybe a minute. <laughs> but it was enough to get my dopamine levels up. <laughs> a minute? Really? That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was up. I was upstairs with Jonathan, and all we hear is his mom yell, "It's raining!" And I look outside, and it lasted like maybe thirty seconds. <laughs> rain. Awesome. Have you guys been getting rain? It's actually supposed to rain tomorrow. <gasps> um, it, the weather has been weird. It's been like very on and off. Like it's been actually kind of warm the past few days. It's currently seventy-seven. Oh. Hmm. Which is incredibly odd. Mother Nature is confused. And one time this week, but it is cooling down. Like the lows this week are like in the 30s. Mm, That's so exciting. So I have a feeling we're going to be low after like this weird little warm patch we had. But it's definitely changing. Everything looks so fall. It's like all orange and yellow. Like it's so nice. Now, like almost the middle of October. I know. I was crazy. Just saying, I think we're also supposed to get a warmer winter because I keep getting snap memories. A year ago, it was like full on snow outside. Oh, wow. Which was rare, but there was snow that stuck on the ground and now it's 50 degrees. Yeah. Which I guess is still kind of cold, but it's sunny, so it doesn't feel. Yeah. So I guess what we'll do is just start with the first question and go through them all. We'll read the results maybe touch we'll interject our opinions and whatnot talk about what we answered um and yeah we'll take it from there i don't know um should i start start the first one yeah the first one was pretty simple and also a lot of these questions are kind of ambiguous i feel like you know because the first one is have you ever been in love now you can take that however you want that doesn't need to be like a romantic (laughs) relationship necessarily but uh, 74% said yes, and 26% said no. Which, can I say, I thought was pretty high for our demographic yeah. on this. Yeah, since most of us are, like, 18-year-olds. Yeah. Um, is yeah. it real love, though? I think that's a good point there, because I've seen things, like, little, like, memes on Instagram. Not memes, but, like, you know those posts on Instagram that are, like, supposed to be artsy, but it's, like, a message. It's, like, mm-hmm. you realize you're, like first love wasn't real love until you meet your actual first love that isn't like your high school like romance you know like yes stuff like that. So I feel like that 
is maybe a contributing factor to this because most people that probably answered this are very young, like around our age. Um, I answered yes. I'm sure we all did. Yeah. yeah. Oops. <laughs> Guilty. But that again, like, how can you really define love? Like, even if yeah. the next relationship that comes by that feels stronger and different in its own ways, I mean. And how do you know, like, if you're, like, you know, unsure, like, how do you know if, if you're questioning something that should be questioned or not? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's an interesting one. Yeah. We'll just move yeah. on. Do you want to read the next one, Farron? Sure. It's the wrong person one, right? Yeah. Okay. This yeah, sorry. Is... They came through a different order when I sent them to you. It reads, have you ever sent the sorry wrong person in quotations text <laughs> just to start a conversation with someone? Absolutely. <laughs> I do this a lot. <laughs> so much when I was younger, though. Like, yeah, I was going to say, definitely, like, I feel like this was, like, middle school, maybe freshman year, yeah, Zoe. Like <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm thinking of one person. <laughs> Recently? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wait, are we thinking the same thing? I think we're thinking the same thing. For the results on this one. Um, fifty-three percent of the people said yes, they have sent that text, and forty-seven percent said no. That is a lie. That's what I was saying. I think people were not truthful on these polls. Yeah, don't don't mess around. But I feel like it's a very common thing to do, especially us being young. Like not yeah. the like sorry wrong per. Yeah, but like, even if it's just like you're making up an excuse to try and talk to somebody, it mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's more just like a. <laughs> Oh, like, oops, it's like, sorry, that wasn't for you, but like, how's your day going? Like, what's up? <laughs> Okey-dokes. Have you ever cheated on someone? And Reset, you were very good about this. There were a lot of no's. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that we're all really young. Yeah. And we all really don't have much experience with mm-hmm. this. So... Yeah, yeah I feel like that's all I kind of have to say with that. Yeah, it was 97% no, 3% yes. It's funny because I talked to my mom about this, actually, and I asked her because I read her all the polls, and I, like, mm-hmm. was almost going to just skip this one because I'm like, I doubt she's cheated on someone. She's like, no, I did. And I was like, <laughs> what? She's like, yeah, when I was, like, 18. Whenever my mom and I talk about this, like, she's so, like, nonchalant about it. She's like, it's well, so yeah. funny. And I know. Like, as horrible as, as it sounds, I feel like it's something that everyone kind of encounters. Either yeah. or in the relationship, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's more common than we think. Also, with the spectrum, like, you know. I know. I was talking about this with Audrey because we were talking about, like, what's worse, emotionally cheating on somebody or, like, physically cheating on somebody. Because the physical could be, like, you're kind of numb to what's going on. And emotional, you're just putting so much attention somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Like your own relationship. I feel like emotional kind of hits oh, home more. That would hurt. That hurts. Yeah, that like hurts. Yeah, just to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pass. Yeah. Okay, Very this anyways. next one was really like intriguing to me. Um, the question was, do you have a secret you would take to the grave? And... 46% said yes. That was uh-huh. extremely surprising. Said no. I yeah. said no, just because Same. I said no as well. But I kind of struggled with that. I, I kind of struggled like, with I? it too. It's hard because there's things that very few people, like a very select few people know about like me or like yeah. something that there is to know. But like, I guess that means I'm not taking it to the grave. You know? Exactly. Like, and also, I just feel like that nobody knows. Yeah. But I'm like no. desperately hiding. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just live a certain way where I don't, I need to talk about things, even if it's like with a therapist, like someone out there knows, just, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just out in the universe. Yeah. So, of wonder, that question, like, go for it. I wonder, like, what, I don't know, because I feel like how dramatic are these people thinking about their secrets you know are these like heavy 
heavy speakers or are they like I don't I know just like this is like a it could be like another kind of excuse me like a <laughs> kind of thing because it's like how deep is maybe something that someone who answered yes like how deep is their thing that they're talking mm -hmm. about what if it's like a mm -hmm. trauma event that they've never shared with anybody you know yeah, yeah. so I guess yeah um, also we're so young like I, I know as of now I don't have a secret I'll take to the grave um who knows about next week okay <laughs> um next one interesting very um it's prominent nice. result here do you yeah. believe in life after death? And 86% of people said yes. 14% of people said no. I'm going to briefly say why I answered yes, and it's going to be brief. I typically, if I heard something like this, I think about it in a spiritual way because I do consider mm -hmm. myself to be somewhat of a spiritual person. And mm -hmm. um, the main reason I did say yes was based, in fact, because of the small percentage of accounts from people that have been pronounced dead in like a hospital setting but they've been like revived and they've come back and each person out there has like seen something or been a part of something whether it's been like a good experience or a bad experience or like an experience that's very like dull and like hard to explain that these people it's a very small percentage of people like out there that are still living but like yeah. they have some kind of account from what happened while they were pronounced to be dead which is really crazy to think about I've no, I did not consider that when I, I answered the question. That's where my mind went on this one. I thought that this was more of an idea that was not so one way. I thought more people disagreed with life after death because yeah. I also associate it with my spirituality. But yeah. then again, when I take it into my own, like just opinion, mm -hmm. how could we live this life? with all these experiences and such like I don't even know what the word is such purpose and meaning to being here for let's say a hundred years and then it's just done mm -hmm. I know like well, how could something so serious and legit end so abruptly something that I, I found that. interesting when was I death, that's what I think. when I was looking at the polls like a significant uh, less amount of people said they believe in God, which is a later poll we talk about, compared to people who believe in life after death. And I'm one of those people who said I do believe in life after death, but I personally don't believe in God. And I was talking to my mom about this because when I told her I believe in life after death, she was like, where did you kind of get that belief um, since you were never like raised in a religious household since that you weren't grown up that way? Um, and I think for me, a big part of religion is like kind of giving yourself an answer and using your mind in everyday life and I think that just personally to tell myself that there's something after um life and death is comforting and like reassuring you know I don't like what Sarah's saying I don't want to think that all this is just gonna disappear <laughs> it's just a heavy topic and it so who knows what's really out there and I don't like it doesn't matter but if I can believe it myself it gives me some sort of comfort and like assurance reassurance and assurance um in my everyday life so and that's how I kind of took this question another thing that's kind of funny is how many people agreed with the fact that there is life after death but then we all live in fear every day of death Mm -hmm. I'm taking a whole class on that right now. <laughs> really? Well, it's about my philosophy class of uh, death, dreams, and visions. But yeah, it's a big, huh. the whole thing is dealing with this concept of death. And it's really complicated. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of parts to that. Oh, me? Sarah, do you want to read it? Yes, I was trying to pull it up. Uh, so the next question is, is evolution or creationism the truth? Dun, dun, dun. Very hard for me to answer. This is a big debate. I kind of struggled with this, but I think when I was, realistically, when I answer, I go towards evolution. I do as well. So I accidentally hit creationism when I was doing the poll, but. That's creationism too. And I did it very fast. And then I was mm -hmm. like, wait. Uh, I was like, Should we quickly like do like a brief um, explanation for both sides of this? 
I don't sure. know if, if there's someone out who doesn't out there listening who doesn't really mm-hmm. um, understand the difference between the two, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, evolution, like we evolved, yeah. everything evolved yeah. to something, you know, <laughs> and we obviously are homo sapiens and thus we evolved from the earliest generations of those people and beings. Same with animals mm-hmm. and like other things evolving from like, you know, birds from dinosaurs and like things like that, creating like animals that, oh, then evolved to like be in water versus land. And the reason that I answered creationism so fast, obviously that side is that we didn't all evolve from something, some we were created and we were created by a higher power, something that we can't control or can't really point to in like fact. But a reason I answer that is because like, it's hard, it's kind of like the question like, did the chicken or the egg come first? Because like, if you say the chicken, how did the chicken get there? If you say the mm-hmm. egg, like what, the egg just like appeared out of nowhere? Did it come out of a chicken? Like, mm-hmm. so I answered creation because like something had to have been created for everything to begin evolving. Yeah. I don't know how that thing was created. What are, what are your thoughts really on, what are your thoughts on the Big Bang? <laughs> she goes sigh. Like, I believe it. Like, yeah that's why this is like hard to yeah it's hard to believe that it's hard when it's such like a difficult thing to grasp to not want to justify it different ways yeah also just Mm -hmm. because like obviously the things that we're talking about are rooted in like research and such Mm -hmm. long long periods ago yeah it's hard for us now our perspectives to like speak on it yeah for sure what did what about you sarah anything you want to add no, I think Franny, you kind of hit it. Yeah. Or you said it nicely. I just, agree. I don't know. The main thing with the evolution is just like any science class that you take, mm-hmm. this is what you're taught. And I feel like that's it's what's been drilled yeah. in my head. But then the other part of me thinks about like religion and thinks about religion and then just yeah. thinks about like what are the chances of us being the only planet with humans on it and. The ability to have life and water and these basic, like, how did that happen? Yeah. You know, sometimes see those videos of, like, um, like, aerial shots of, like, our solar system and us zooming out from, zooming out from Earth. (laughs) Yes. And, like, then showing just the Milky Way and the fact that that's just one, like, Mm -hmm. What? It, yeah. It's crazy to think that Earth it's is incomprehensible, really, or any life or being exists. Like, we should have asked if people believe in aliens. Oh, that would have been a good one. Like, like life aside from Earth, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there has to be. Yeah. The next one reads: Do you consume caffeine every day? I was embarrassed yeah. to say yes. All day. So then I was like, well, I've only been doing that recently, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not a big caffeine consumer, but Fran can uh, give us an insight on her uh, life choices. Yeah. I just drink a lot of coffee. That's my main, That's my only source of caffeine. Um, I drink a lot of coffee through the morning and early afternoon. Um, sometimes in the evening, TBH. It just depends. Really? Um, sometimes that, like, Okay, not the evening. I'm going to say the early afternoon. But like decaf? No. We do it at my restaurant that I work at. And sometimes I'll just be low on energy and like I could use a little pick me up. Like I'm going to pour myself some coffee. Oops. I don't know. I'm like, Oops. I kind of like myself to it to thinking that it's like a stimulant. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, it's just coffee. You know? Yeah. That's interesting. It. Like, coffee, you know? Yeah, I truly believe that I would be like you, Fran, if I gave coffee a chance. Like, I've had coffee before. I like the taste of it. But if I, like, had access to it every morning, I uh, I think things would be different <laughs> than they are now. It's kind of a part of my routine. Like, oh, wake up, make coffee. What do you I'd say it's yes. matcha and, caf- er, and coffee for me. I've been a big matcha connoisseur recently. I love that. I like the aesthetic of matcha. <laughs> yeah, me also, too. Also, we never said um, the results for the last one, but it was 80% said evolution and 20% oh, yeah. said creationism, which was so, it was pretty, um, pretty heavy leaning towards evolution. Yeah. 
Well, next one, Sarah. Me? Okay. Should companies monitor monitor? Whoa, why did I have an aneurysm? Okay, the social media <laughs> platforms of their employees. Do you want to say the results real quick, yeah. Sarah? Oh, yes. Um, so don't forget. 67% no, 33% of people said yes. What are your guys' thoughts on this? I said no. I said no, too, but I, I, I no see, well. um, I see, like, I don't know, I, it's hard. I think if you have a reason to feel a need to look at a specific employee, like, if they're representing your brand or something, and there's, like, suspicion, or you want to, I don't know, though, it's hard I when it comes like, to privacy, right? Yes, I feel as though this is, like, something that should not be done in secrecy. I think right. it's something that should be evaluated on like a case-by-case basis. I mean, you know, really what is private, but like if you have a private social media account, like mm-hmm. you have that there for a reason. So obviously that needs to be something that's like consulted upon between like higher up and, you know, other person. But as a general answer, I say no, because... Yeah. I think part of me thinks it makes a bit of sense as the employer during the hiring process that's what like, I was because that does happen that does I mean that's pretty common I mean you're bringing someone under your branch mm-hmm. yeah. that's and like case by case you know like yeah company, like certain kind of employer or employee you think this person's going to be like even if it's just like googling their name you know yeah, I don't think there's that much I mean if you have that much to hide then I think there's a problem <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know how they so, always say, like, be careful what you post because you never know who's going to see this someday. Yeah. Or, like, if an employer will come across this, then you hear these stories about, like, people finding things that no one thought they would see or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's happening now with, like, political opinions. People are getting, like, fired <laughs> from their jobs for that, yeah. which is interesting. And I don't think that's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fran, do you want to read the next one? Sure. This one is really interesting to me. This one is interesting. Um, the question reads, can the act of not saying anything be considered lying or dishonesty? Is this I the said dishonesty, accidentally. Okay. <laughs> lying or dishonesty, question mark. And 77% of people said yes, and 23% said no. And when I read this one, I thought about, like, you know, like, see no evil, like, speak no evil, like, what is that? How does it go? Yeah, you know? hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Yeah. Whatever. The monkeys. So, if, like, say someone asks you, like, a pointed question, like, a direct question to you, and you don't, like, lie and say the opposite of the true answer, but you don't say the true answer, like, yeah. that's not answering the question honestly. When you don't say the whole truth. So that would be dishonesty, you know? Yeah. I think so, yeah. So, I yeah. Yes. Just because you're not directly saying a statement that, um, like, isn't necessarily true, I feel like withholding information when someone is approaching you for said information. One thing, yeah. I, like, where my head went is, like, if someone came to you and was like, I think that Bob was cheating on me or something, and you didn't, like, and you knew he was, but you didn't mm-hmm. say anything. Yeah. I like, think oh, like, you're not like pointedly lying, but mm-hmm. you're honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. This is moving a question on. Fran was excited to talk about, and I'm excited too. It is and this is a question of morals or money are necessary to survive. 76 of you guys said that morals are necessary, and 24% of you said money. Here's which. I'm interested to talk about it. This could go both ways. Because my instinctual answer, and I believe what I did answer, was morals. I regret my answer in me saying morals because I believe very strongly that although my internet connection is bad, fuck, morals are not necessary to survive. You can be a shitty person and still survive, maybe even thrive, if that's how you define thriving. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to physically survive and live without any money? Because like food, water, 
yeah. like shelter. Yeah. That's, and that's where my mind went at first. Exactly. But I also know that can be interpreted as like, you know, whether you're a good person, you have good faith and morals versus you're like wealthy and rich and have no morals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, would you rather be a good person and poor or a shitty person and rich? I feel like it's also how this can be interpreted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I wanted to read um, Virginia's response. Oh, yes. Go because she said neither both in society of course but just life neither perhaps some priorities like sleep and food to keep the body alive but nothing else i believe which i agree i think those are social constructs to survival and but when you think money don't you think about a great amount of money because that's where my mind went mine didn't go to just the basics for food and water and maybe sure, a little my mind does go there. roof over my head yeah, like, oh rich person no morals or very good morals and no money yeah yeah no, those are two extremes, extremes. Mm-hmm. which is why yeah. i still kind of find myself going back to morals yeah i guess it just the key word i feel like in this question is survive you know mm-hmm. like i think it's, it's not happy you know Mm-hmm. All of the money to make you happy. That's a different question. Fulfilled or something. Right. Exactly. But anyway, mm. next yes, question. Did I read this one? Uh, I read the last one. So you can go, Fran. Okay. This one is Do you believe in God? 66% said yes, and 34% said no. This is completely subjective. Like, of course. Obviously, yeah. this like you is can't. really hard to talk about in fact because it's opinion-based and it's like faith-based and just like upbringing I said yes just because I do believe in God and like you said Zoe with like kind of believing something that puts your mind at ease I find mm-hmm. it frequently to be like a comfort That's and like definitely something that I can fall back on that like reassures me and that helps me like it just kind of like peace of mind I was going to say, it's been such a big idea my entire life that I mm-hmm. purposefully try not to think about if it's true or not. Like, I know I have religion for the comfort mm-hmm. base. And, I mean, just my spirituality, that's different than what you believe in. But mm-hmm. just the idea of God, I think, is so scary in a way because there's so much to it and there's so much power with that and I've has been kind of drilled in my head that that is something that must be true normal yeah like, yeah I also think because people interpret God in different ways like I was gonna say I voted no on this um yeah. but I still like I still pray and I still um like I think of it more as the universe like whenever I think to myself like whatever and I think this kind of ties into like what we talked about last week about manifestation law of attraction you know my just the way my mind works I just think of it kind of as this like whole system and like I don't know it just it just was easier for me to comprehend um but I think it's the same idea you know I'm still getting comfort and whatever I think it's also interesting because people like heard very like people that definitely claim to be atheists like um use the word god and like use it as like a person that they're talking to a person that they're referencing referencing like a being so obviously like um it's easy to think of god and think about like christianity mm-hmm. but that's not like you know to the fullest can be interpreted much farther in different ways that's yeah, an interesting true. one this next one is fun i kind of like this one sarah do you want to read it Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Would you rather? Whoa! Would you rather be called <laughs> smart or funny? Sixty-two of you, sixty-two percent of you said smart, and thirty-eight percent said funny. This is hard. This is hard. I'm not voting smart, but the more I think about it, I want to say funny because how? I mean, smart me. Here's the thing. I said funny. And I don't, okay, the way I thought about this is, like, 
sure everyone wants to be referred to as intelligent like no one wants you know like that feels oh, great you don't want to be the idiot in the room either yeah but I also think that there's a big difference like, I think smart is very general like are we talking book smart street smart whatever yeah. but I think there's so something so like special about a sense of humor because you that's not something you can just force and learn over time if you got it or you don't Mm -hmm. so if someone like appreciates your sense of humor and laughs at a joke I feel like there's that's just such a good feeling because you can tell when someone's trying to be funny and it's just not happening yeah no I thought about this in like a situational aspect and I was thinking about like me getting older and like thinking about like potential with like an employer or like a job or in like a work setting versus like a social setting socially I'd rather be funny like yeah. and I think it's such a compliment when people tell me I'm funny like I love it but mm-hmm. as I'm getting older and I'm like thinking about like academic settings or like a job setting being called like intelligent and like capable and competent smart seems a lot equally as fulfilling in my opinion mm-hmm. so I did say smart but I really do feel like this is pretty split for me because I Agreed. like being called funny. I think it's such a compliment. Like, it makes Agreed. Also, I thought of it in a relationship sense. Like, would you rather someone have or be dating someone that literally couldn't have a conversation with you because they're just not funny at all? Or an idiot. Idiots are hard to have a conversation with. But what defines an idiot? True. But I also think that sense of humor can be really intelligent and witty oh most definitely so I feel like there's like there's a difference between like I don't know being the class clown and like always just like putting yourself out there and trying to make everyone laugh and then just being that like quiet like person who just throws out these little jabs once in a while that just like hit the spot (laughs) (laughs) you know but that's the thing about all these questions is there's no right or wrong answer whatever um, okay, moving on. Okay, yeah, this one's interesting. Um, are quantitative numbers slash grades a good way to measure one's intelligence? Now, the results on this one were overwhelmingly leaning towards no. So we had 93% no, 7% yes. This just seems like a no-brainer. Me. Really? Yeah, because I I said no because I think we could all agree that grades and like SATs and ACTs and whatever um GPA doesn't you know show your full potential but how else do we create a system that measures intelligence on universally universally yeah exactly that's where my I don't have to get this in that's where my beef with the SAT being no longer required (laughs) is because oh. how else are we to measure people's intelligence and their capabilities yeah. universally? I mean, because GPA is subjective. If you have a teacher who hands out extra credit, you're gonna have A's. If you go to a school where they're just extremely more strict than another person, or and better teachers, situation where there's like a bias, like yeah, or against you, like you can't for all those things. So. Do I think it is a way to measure someone's intelligence? Yes. Do I think it's the best way or a good way? Not necessarily. No. And that's why I answered no. Because but, I think there are other ways. And I think that this is like a case-by-case thing as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's why it's good that the college... I, I don't know. I think it's easy for us and a lot of listeners to go towards the college application process because that's when it's most applicable. Um, but I think at least for us right now, but I don't know. I feel like it's good that the college process does incorporate essays because it does give you insight into a different um, aspect of your mind because the way you write says a lot about you, you know? Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, they act like it's about the the content content. of the writing, but honestly, they always say you could write literally about Costco. (laughs) And the way you do it can be what sets you apart (laughs) rather than, you know, what you write about. I'd write about Costco. (laughs) So, yeah, last question is, is the way fairy fairy tales portray reality to children dangerous or inspiring? 56% of you 
said inspiring. 44% of you guys said dangerous. See, I voted inspiring, though. I said dangerous, but I see both ways like I do with most. What fairy tale comes to mind when you read this question? Okay. It's not necessarily the one in particular. Okay. I'm going to say mine. I'll try and be brief. It's hard mm-hmm. for sometimes. In high school, I took a JC English class, and we were reading a lot of, like, essays and stuff like that. This is English 1A. Um, one of them was about more so um, the correlation between Disney princesses and little girls and mm-hmm. young girls viewing that's their- where my mind went Disney um, princesses a lot of it has to do with self-image and body type and mm-hmm. like a distorted version of body types and reality to young girls and love honestly love expectations life outcomes like obviously it's a fairy tale for a reason it's not real and I think that parents and children should know that and that should be taught that it's not real but I don't think it's taught that way. I think that we as a society are kind of taught and primed to idolize fairy tales and princesses and movies and the glitter and the, mm-hmm. you know. I like think about Halloween. The big eyes. Many little girls dressed up. Like, and I think that's yeah. TBH. I do think we as a society are moving away from that. But, but how are we moving away from it? I think just with us becoming a more progressive society, like we're not – I think that like a new gen- like generation below us and also mm-hmm. the rest of our generation, it, like people are obviously more progressive and I think they're looking at like things like this with more skepticism and less like, oh, this is a traditional thing, like girl gets saved by the prince, you know, that's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking is that we as a society, I do feel I'm moving away from that. Obviously not entirely, but mm-hmm. there's like variation to all of this. These are all generalizations, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Traditionally speaking, that's why I said dangerous. Yeah, I I said the same as Fran, but I when I think about the inspiring side, because I do think that is that element of it is still there. You know, children have these expansive imaginations that honestly you lose when you grow up because you become more aware. You're affected by actual society rather than these conceptions of it, and I think it's it is pretty beautiful and magical that children are able to still think in these like abstract you know out of the ordinary ways but the thing is when you're that young you're not you don't have the intelligence to distinguish real from fantasy and because of that you don't have the intelligence but I think that that's kind of the beauty of the imagination when you are young is that you see this and you're so positive because the reality of life and its dangers haven't hit yet. And I think that's kind of like, it's kind of like I think they're shaped in a way to protect your innocence. I get that. Which could be dangerous because it could Ignorance be Ignorance is bliss. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Cause I, no, I understand that because obviously when you're a kid, you feel as though it's inspiring. And I felt mm-hmm. that way as I was growing up as a girl watching princess movies and dressing up for them as Halloween, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. But as you get older, you have a more discerning eye, you're more of a skeptic, you have mm-hmm. more information and more like things that are impacting your judgment. So right. I think it's, it can definitely 100% be argued for both ways. Mm-hmm. But I think that like when someone points it out to me and points out how falsely movies like this are portraying like life, and obviously, as a kid, you're going to be like, wow, I want my life to be like that. That's where I find mm-hmm. it's dangerous. Because life isn't like that. It's a fairy tale. It's a movie. It's pretend, you know? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, yeah. like, you have to discern. As is everything we're seeing now, though. You have to what's real from fake. Yeah. I mean, everything well, on your phone, difference. technically, has yeah. that same... Um, no, that's true. The, the sphere of influencers where they're posting these highlight reels of their life, and we are interpreting that as what our lives should look like Mm -hmm. and I I agree that that's dangerous but I also feel like I'm at a point in my life where I can kind of acknowledge that in a way and distinguish it from yeah that makes sense reality but Mm -hmm. children and you see young people kids more now than ever on social media and it's like that's the new modern fairy tale for them and I think that's dangerous but like like everything you know everything is dangerous really but like 
there can also be the argument for inspiring. Well, because when I think about it, like, I don't think we should be teaching children, like, this is what the harsh reality of your life is going to be like, mm-hmm. because that's not healthy. <laughs> but also, I mean, no I one should like, be told that so aggressively yeah. either. But I feel like we're looking at these two extremes again, like a lot of these questions are, and yeah. it's more of a spectrum, and like, how can we, I don't know, even like, I went to the bookstore the other day, and they have mm. the, books are just a lot more progressive now, you know, they have a section for Black Lives Matter of all children's books, like, they have books about voting, like, they're just like, putting in these like, big societal <laughs> topics, I know, children's I, books, I might in a, thought away from them yeah so which is like a hard question yeah but then people are like how do we raise our children in a way that's like they need to know goodness yeah it's it's goodness we have time till we get there (laughs) yeah you and i both there's a word for that too to you don't want to have children for the sake of like seeing that your world is crumbling around you there's a word for it i don't know a word that's interesting though so but that I feel like is could, oh yeah I was say I feel like we could easily do another episode like this because I'm thinking as we do this of so many more questions that I would love to hear people's opinions on yeah so it makes that. you think mm-hmm. and you should always be thinking when society throws out topics and information at you and you should be able to consider both sides of the argument yes I think like, <laughs> Well, well, thank you for tuning in, Reset. We will check in next week Mm -hmm. and make it a good week. Yeah. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hump day. You're almost there. (laughs) Lovely. Lovely. Bye.